Hello, and welcome to Vice of Issues, the foul-mouthed, spoiler-filled comic book podcast, where two fans and two non-fans talk about controversial or noteworthy comic books and comic book history. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And we're still talking about Bleach, so still a little different than usual, uh, but still, not lately. <laughs> still noteworthy and controversial. Yes. <laughs> yes. So now we're getting to the stuff uh, Daryl's excited to get, like, show off to us. Uh, so yeah. this is I mean, like, I, I, was, I was excited about everything because I wanted to see how you guys feel about, you know, like, early Bleach turning into more Shonen stuff and then just really going into Shonen stuff, which is what we're going to be getting into. Yeah. So I, before we started recording, I said, Daryl, you're really going to have to help me on remembering what happened. <laughs> I read this yesterday, but it's not... That Wait, I, did you read the whole thing yesterday? Uh, I think over like two days. Okay. So I started it still quite a bit a couple days ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not so. I, I have to kind of formally apologize to Sly <laughs> because we were like, "Oh, these characters are so distinct." But by this point, not even so much in their designs, but more in like the importance in the plot. I was just like, "Who are these people? I don't really <laughs> care about these people." <laughs> Wow. So it's it's less that like they look the same and more that I'm like they all seem to be doing kind of the same thing. Yes. Yeah, so I had a do. very hard time distinguishing characters that I feel like I could distinguish before that now I'm like I guess they're the same. Yeah. I think I I ended up taking a lot of time to read this one this section. Uh like all week I was just reading parts of it cuz for me even the I was saying this to Daryl and Sly the other day like the action even just the action in this because it gets so crazy I I will I will defend the action in this I think it's still decent but mm. it, it like you need to read it slowly which you didn't have to before because it's like the scale got so much bigger as it got less and less grounded in like actual sword fighting and they're just like yeah. shooting giant energy beams at each other like yeah they'll have you'll have a little speck of a person and half the the whole page is just like <laughs> this big wave and if you're just scrolling through you're like I don't know what any of this is. Like, you have yeah. to stop and be like, oh, that's Old Quora, or however you say that name. And that's... Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, like... So, so before I, I criticize this batch, I will say, this is my favorite out of all the batches we've done so far. I fucking wow. love this. I love this fucking series now. Man. I will love, I want to I'll watch the anime now. Uh, oh, no, I, no. Sly's going to be the Arakar defender. Uh, so, I was so I was so checked out here. Well, <laughs> I, I actually I, I actually really like this too. Yeah, I fucking love it. My favorite anime fights ever in this fucking in this fucking batch. Uh, so, <laughs> but I will say one criticism is the art really does not guide your eye that easily. Like when Phil's you have to work a, for it. You have to work for it. Like, I know, but, that's, that's, but there's that's, a flaw. There's a flaw. I think there's a flaw. Like, it is. It is. And See, yeah. that's a good point. But like, I didn't care to work for it so yeah. i didn't no yeah. but I, I'm, I'm i'm on your side in that right because you shouldn't have to work at the story shouldn't yeah. actually guide you that yeah. through it yeah yeah and yeah. but like but phil is right that if you do stop because a lot of times i was i'll read through it fast and since i enjoyed it i would stop and reassess the situation mm. and i will be able to pick that picture out but naturally as a natural flow of how lines of motion work or how uh things are framed it's very, sometimes it's very unclear what's happening yes. yeah you yes. can read the other two parts pretty pretty quickly and still get the flow of the fight like yeah you Some, sometimes fights... you can lose a little bit of like the action yeah. where you're like is he being like because sometimes he has like a person teleporting behind them and it, that doesn't telegraph yeah. too well yeah but... this you have to work out yeah. one thing i do want to say is i did not think this was bad really i wasn't like this is terrible but while i was reading it i was like this is no longer for me because <laughs> like i was like these fights are cool i understand the the scope the scale like the upping the stakes like i understood what was going on but i was just like not invested at all 
You but know what I mean? The whole world is at stake. Yeah, but like it. Uh, to like, me, that means nothing. Because is Bleach really going to end with the entire world getting destroyed? Probably not. But like the stakes of like how is Bleach going to like rescue Orihime? That was more. How is Bleach uh, going to rescue? Orihime? <laughs> I mean, Ichigo rescue Rukia. <laughs> That's more interesting to me. Uh, who's the, who's the what's the big boob girl's name? The big who? Or Orihime. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, I thought. So that's why I got confused. There's a lot of big boob girls. At the beginning oh, she's, of she's the main character. She's the main big boob that's, that's why I was interested because I was... Orihime is in Dangerous Story Arc. At the beginning. At the beginning, and, yeah. But, like, but I mean... And I, I like the beginning out, like, a lot. This is why they're <laughs> fucked up thinking, like, I'm going to hate this. Because, <laughs> one, I love ambition. Two, I love continuity. So when characters <laughs> come back... I'm like, oh, it's that guy. He's oh back. God. I did feel the same way because last time Daryl's like, you're gonna see all the captains for some reason just fighting the new bad guys, and I'm like, yeah, it was cool to see them come back. Yes, I was so fucking hyped every time they came in. I fucking love Daryl. I got you. Oh I got God. you. I just son. realized you guys. Then that means you guys would love the last arc because it combines I, I every every uh, single arc I, together. I'll say, <laughs> I will say this. I'm defending it just because I went in thinking this was, this was my least favorite out of the three, but mm-hmm. I liked it still. I liked all. I like all the bleach we've read. I just like this the least. <laughs> Okay. Um, but I, 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 there are a lot of things I can appreciate about it. As we go through it, I will tell you, obviously, the parts that I, I think are cool. But I do think it is very flawed. Um, yes. <laughs> absolutely. Still, still, to me, I'm like, I, I could enjoy it for sure. Hmm. I wonder, though, because I, I still feel like I want to watch the anime now. I wonder if this was dragged on for 600 episodes, if I could not blow my brains out. <laughs> like, it, it, that, it, goes, it goes on for a while. And this was at the point where the anime was catching up with the manga. So they had, like, in the middle of some of the big fights, like, when a fight, like, ends, it'll just go into an entire filler arc. And then it's like, now we resume, like... This battle yeah. in progress in Karakura Town. Uh, that's that's. I, I question the same thing, but all, but the, the thing is, that's the same problem I have with most shonen. I, yeah. I I can't. I, that's why I yeah. can't make it past like twenty episodes of most shonen because I eventually I just get tired of it. Uh, so I want the thing about the thing that draws me into this is that it feels like it is building towards something where a lot of anime just feel like they're mm. trying to think of new stuff to do. So where yeah. this this one I'm, at least feels like it's, it's everything's coming together that's in some true. way. He, yeah, which which was like the cool thing starting off with Bleach is that it does ramp up naturally. You're not like at the, at the end of this, there's a very clear like ah, you know, everything's kind of like wrapped up. Whereas before this, like from the very beginning of Bleach, it ramps up naturally to like Ichigo hunting hollows to Soul Society, and now it's like he has to stop. Yeah, Eisen. that's very true. Uh, so I we're gonna do the same. We're gonna do the same thing where we're gonna, some's probably gonna spill over into next week. What uh what are we covering like if somebody's reading along If, if you yeah. want to read we're reading the entire it's again it's the dumb like arc thing where it's like it starts off with like I think they're just called the Arankar when they appear into the Hueco Mundo arc into the uh the fake Karakura town arc and whatever the thing is called after that This is basically what I call this is the Arankar arc The Arankar or Aizen, if you remember from last night, he's the big evil bad guy that went off and he's like, I'm going to go essentially to hell. I'm going to take all these hollows, all these evil spirits, and I, with this magic MacGuffin, the Hogyoku, I'm going to turn them into Shinigami. I'm going to give them now Super Saiyan powers so that they can fight against captains of Soul Society and whatnot. Can I say one thing I appreciated about the whole series is that the the Spanish naming convention in it is interesting because every time I've seen uh, anime do a foreign language that's not English, it's German usually. There's like just mm. this is random German names in anime for some reason. Mm. 
But this is the first one I've Probably seen. Probably World War Two, right? <laughs> Probably. Uh, but this is the first one I've seen that actually uses a lot of Spanish names, like Hueco Mundo. The, 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 That's what I like, is all the hollow stuff is Spanish. The yeah. next arc, the one we're skipping, is all English, and the final arc is all German. Oh. That's cool. That is interesting. Because yeah. even the, the bad, the stupidly, the, the Arankar have their own ranks. And of course, the more one, the more, the guys that are human size that can sword fight you are the strongest. Yeah. And they are called espadas, and I'm like, I remember that being sword in Spanish. I'm like, that's cool. That's like mm-hmm. a cool thing. Yep. Because it goes from like, yeah. here's all these Japanese names like the captains use in Soul Society yeah, to now right. here's everyone has like a, a Spanish attack or a Spanish name for their transformation. They're cool. Yeah, it feels more like a world than just, you know, like than I was expecting. So sure. we're covering yep. chapters 179 to about 424. <laughs> and this went from 2006 to 2010 this arc ran from man that's a long time and i mentioned this before but i compile pdfs like of like 600 pages for these guys to read through so i jump around a lot and this has the most jumping around well the last chapter is going to have the most jumping around or the last part that we're going to be covering but um here we already like skip a whole bunch of stuff in the introduction where basically what's been happening is the Arankar, Aizen's hollows, have been appearing out into the world and they've just been like scoping things out for him, doing like, you know, the power level stuff of like if Frieza sends like Saiyans to a planet and they're like, oh, I see no one has a power level above <laughs> five here. That kind of stuff. So they've already like encountered the main cast. And you had this As re- we've previously established, my favorite thing about anime. <laughs> <laughs> And there was this really touching moment that I couldn't include because it was, like, too many pages to try and, like, cut together. Because, again, I'm trying to give you guys, like, single chapter bits. I don't want to take pieces out. I want you to get the full experience. And there was this one instance, like, um, Ichigo tries to fight them when they appear. He's like, oh, this is easy because he can go into Bankai and kill them pretty quickly. But as soon as he does that, like his hollow self starts trying to, like, come through and fight. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I can't do this. And then he loses his powers, like, immediately. Like, he can't... He His sword untransforms and stuff. And so mm-hmm. he's having troubles because he wants to fight, but he's afraid of his hollow self taking over again. And what ends up happening is, like, a bunch of Soul Society captains dress up as high schoolers and, like, enter his class because they have to, like, talk to him and stay in the real world because all of the Arankar are appearing. And it's, like, it's a really dumb scene. But get this touching moment where he meets Ruki again because he didn't think he was going to see her ever again. And she she sees him and then she just drags him outside and she's like, go fight this hollow. And he's like, what? I, I'm, like, I'm afraid. And she's like, you shouldn't be afraid. If the Ichigo that I knew wouldn't be afraid, he would, like, stand up to that. He would get stronger and he would fight, you know, it's the the usual shonen bullshit of just like, you just don't lose. That's what you have to do. If <laughs> yeah. you're afraid, don't be afraid. And he's like, you're right. Thank you, Rukia. And so after we have like that really nice moment I mean, between them. To defend that trope in Shonen, that's also how like real life works all the time. When people <laughs> are like, I'm really worried about doing this. People are like, just do it. Yeah, and that, then you like have true. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can appreciate that in Shonen. That sometimes it's like, it is like a willpower or that willpower. It's like a yeah. confidence thing a lot of the time. It's peer like, pressure. I mean, a lot of things in life is that. Yeah, yeah. You have to just do it anyway. Yeah. And there's also like this interesting twist, again, where it's like, Bleach isn't about like love stories and stuff, but Orihime sees that Rukia can do this for him. And then she starts feeling inferior because of that. She's like, Rukia was able to like pull him out of this funk that mm-hmm. I could not about him being worried about fighting and whatnot. That's cool. Yep. Uh, but- spoilers, Orihime is still my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to say, Orihime, um, you, you were saying, oh, this, this really doesn't develop Orihime and Ichigo's relationship. 
Uh, I care about this relationship more than I care about most fucking shonen romances. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like really invested in it when they explore it more in this okay the beginning part. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I'm saving it for when we get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the start of like the PDF I've compiled, and it's all of the like the captains appear at Ichigo's house in in the ceiling, and uh, this is it's, it's this... very it feels very comedic, very return yeah. to the old format where um... we get a, some boob close-ups, yeah. Yeah. But, but like a lot of big action, like people like jumping out of the ceiling. Uh... Yeah, Ichigo slams open the door open. Uh, very, it's like, the very... humor you saw from like the very first yeah, chapter yeah. we read and stuff. And also this, the translation that I got from this one is like the fan translated stuff. So you see a lot more like original Japanese in here. Was it? They have one part where he's like, "You're my, you're my, you're my best friend. You're my you're Nakama." My... Nakama, yeah. Nakama is a word so powerful you can never translate in English. It, yeah. It's like it's a fucking equivalent of oh, just according to Kaiku of this fucking story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and uh, so that that stuff can make it a bit hard to read, especially because there's some spelling errors. But basically, that's inside. Just in case we pull up like really dumb stuff, like how Khan jumps at the big boob Rengiku, and he's like, "That Seifuku is truly a dangerous weapon, Onisan." And then he, she hits him. What is Seifuku? That's the schoolgirl clothes that she's wearing. Which is, oh. again, why not? Those schoolgirl clothes are a dangerous, like, weapon, but whatever. <laughs> they do a lot of exposition here where they start talking about the Arankars and telling the reader, hey, there's all these three, there's these three classes of Arankars. Rookie uses your... drawings here, again, by the way. Just, yeah. Yeah. Early, early uh, just as an aside, when I, st- I started reading this a few days ago, and I was, like, pretty tired, and they just start immediately <laughs> expositing. I was like, I'm going to come back later. Yeah. I can't yeah. do this. And it, it's funny. We obviously – it's like the stupid shonen thing that we, we missed before where they're like – you know that crazy guy you fought? That was just the lowest level of a Roncar. That was just a Gillian. But uh-huh. <laughs> there's the second class, which are Jukas, and it's like the the bigger they are, the shittier they are. Like, like in all shonen, like the, or like Dark Souls, like the the, the more human, size... the more human they are, the more human fights you can have, the better they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there there is one exception to this I did not include. I'll get to, which is the dumbest thing that everyone that's read this arc knows about. In as, regards as, to bigger does not correlate to stronger. As lame as that is, I thought after Soul Society, um, they will never go back to fighting hollows ever again. So I was fine with it uh, because mm. I'd rather have uh, human hollows rather than them just fighting weepers forever. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So then, uh, what's crazy is they say like the last class, the the really human sized ones, uh, the the spike, the little boy captain with the spiky the the ice powers. He yeah. says, let me just say this. The strength of a single Vastrode is above that of any captain. And he's like, if there's over 10 Vastrodes, Soul Society's doomed. And then it cuts to Aizen being like, meet your 20 brothers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, immediately. They're like, 10 is the worst thing that could happen. And he's like, there's 20. My favorite, too, is how, like, Toshiro, the little boy captain, it says, like, how one Vastrode alone is stronger than a captain. And spoilers, I don't think any captains die in this. All the Vastrodes, like, died, but no one... <laughs> yeah, the, the captains, captains are pretty fucking strong. They're, yeah. like, crazy. And it's so funny, too, because some of them still do not go into Bankai, and they still win against <laughs> That's them. one of my problems with Shonen, is I feel like a lot of it is talked up, and it's, like, super yeah. hyperbolic. And then when you see it, even though the fights are really cool and big... Mm-hmm. They're never to the scale that they yes. say they are. Yeah. I think that's why I find this fucking hilarious. Um, 
There's a show me and Ryan watch called uh, Legend of Tomorrow where uh, I watch the first season. Every episode, they keep hyping up a new villain saying, these are the time chasers. They're the most powerful <laughs> villains ever. And they beat him at the end of the episode. Like, there's like 10 minutes of the episode. They, sh- they come out of nowhere and they beat them. And that's, that's, all, that's all I did. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. It's so fucking dumb. It is hilarious yeah. to me. I agree. Yeah. Like, this is like a shit shonen thing to do. Yeah, if, if you betray hype where you're like, this guy is so strong. Like, if you betray that, I feel like that stuff doesn't come back. You just get to a point where you're like, yeah, okay, like, these next couple guys are going to be really strong. And it's whatever. also, it's like the, the Edgelord Mark Millar thing, where it's like, I'm the smartest person in the whole yeah. world. Like, it's always so hyperbolic where if 10 could destroy the world, yeah. they have 20. Yeah. It's, if they had... 10 then i could be like okay maybe they get lucky this time or you know the power of friendship or whatever bullshit but like having double the amount that will destroy the world is so silly to then not destroy the world <laughs> yeah exactly. it, it is it is like a like shitty thing it's, it's, not, it's not a realistic fucking thing it's, it's just a fucking story yeah. no but it, it does ruin it like daryl said it, it is like a hype backstabbing destroyer thing. like yeah. it, like i i don't we're rewatching My Hero Academia, so obviously I'm just completely. I'm like, that is the best show I've ever seen. So like, <laughs> yeah. I can't, I yeah. can't compare it all the time. But it's like, there, there are ways to do the hype right, and this doesn't. <laughs> like, well, I think the reason yes. why we always compare it to th- to like My Hero Academia is because. I feel like for so long, a lot of shonens, we would just be like, well, you have to do this because it's a shonen. Yeah. And then when a show comes along or an, a manga comes along that doesn't do that, you're like, oh, I guess you don't have to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But they it's, hype, it's, they it's funny that. because um, that's like one shonen. Like most shonens do this. Like Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, I'm yeah. saying like they don't have to. I know, but like that's like saying, why isn't every book series Game of Thrones? Like yeah. Game of Thrones is special because it defies most fancy yeah, conventions. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Yeah. So, Aizen's here, and this is where, like, this introduces you to the cast of... This actually, there's another chapter later on that there's... Aizen has the Espada. They're the top ten Arankar. They're pretty much the captains of the Hollows and stuff. Because this isn't... These 20 people aren't the Espada. There's ten of them are the Espada, but it doesn't introduce you to them all. But this introduces you to, like, the two most important ones. Ukiora, who is a sad goth boy, and he is my favorite character in this... In- arc other than Aizen. I was into him right away. I was saying, like, you're betraying Aizen now, motherfucker? This is one as peak? You're gonna fucking... <laughs> no, I, I love Aizen the most, but I, I love this guy so much, because he, he has no heart, and he's just, like, confused about all, like, what is the heart? He's and like Daryl at, like, freshman year of college. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it is that, and, and, and this other guy is Gorjow, he's me. This, my, this guy's my favorite. Adam. Grimjow? <laughs> yeah, Grimjow. <laughs> that's, that's interesting, because a lot of people really love Grimjow, and he was one where I, w- I wasn't even going to include him, and then I was like, that's just because I don't like him that much, but I should because so many people do love him. He, he won like the popular, it had like a popular comedy, he's like number five or something out of all. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. that. So Ukiora shows like this fight that they had with them to Aizen, and he's like, oh, I see. And then Grimjow's like, like, what, you couldn't even like kill them? So Grimjow is, all these guys have holes in their chest, just like the, uh, the hollows that they fought before. Although... It's not just in their chest. They can be in, like, different spots and whatnot. This is why I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be a little tough to follow. But Ukiora has, like, a piece, like, a bone fragment over his, like, head. It looks like a little half hat. And yeah. Grimjow has, like, a bone fragment, like a jaw over one side of his face. Yeah, that's how you remember it. He has a grim jaw yeah. on his face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he's basically like, you know, you were just being a sissy, not attacking them. You failed to kill them. That was he's the, the Renji of this group. Yes, <laughs> and this this is like the core problem with Bleach. One of the core problems with Bleach. Bleach keeps going in cycles where Kubo, like the main enemies he can make for Ichigo are either Renji or Byakuya. They're either yeah. really loud and boisterous or they're quiet and cold yeah. and powerful. I, that, that, you see, you see, 
Yeah, I'm about to say uh, <laughs> genders. No, I was, um, those are like the, but those are common most. That's why I don't mind as much because if you start a new anime from this, is, this like satisfies all your anime needs. Instead of jumping, jumping onto a new series and seeing these tropes being recycled, you can just keep watching this one, this one forever and then see the same <laughs> yeah, tropes recycled. recycled and, yeah. Um, yeah. Why watch a new show when you can watch the same show but it looks different now for 15 years? So Ukiyo defends himself. He's like, I didn't kill him because like there's a potential that he could join us. You know, he could harness the hollow powers and uh, join up with us. And Aizen's just like, yeah, whatever. That's all cool. He pretty much he sits here on a throne and he just like smiles all the time. And there's one point where like, because after this happens, we're going to skip ahead of this. Uh, Grimjow immediately after this is like, I'm going to go. Fu-. He d- just takes a strike force of Vestrodes. He's like, I'm going to go kill Ichigo. I'm going to show them how it's done. And then after that, like, he fails to do it because Ichigo, like, puts on his hollow mask and whatnot. And then Aizen just, like, stares at him and just with spiritual pressure, he puts, like, the fear of death into Grimjow so he never turns his, like, back to him again. It's, it's really good. I, I love I love how Aizen just has this constant presence where he's just super chill this whole time. And anyone that pisses him off, he doesn't even, like, need to do anything. He just puts his spiritual pressure on them and they're like, oh, shit, I'm sorry, boss. That is cool. It's like the Darth Vader effect. where Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we're skipping ahead to where now uh, Little Boy Captain's talking to the head of the Soul Society, the old, old captain. Yeah, yeah, Yamamoto. And... This is more exposition because I'm like, I need to tell you guys, like, why this is... Because you know that they're all fighting, but it's like, they're only in one chapter is it given why they're fighting. And Old Man explains, it's like, so Aizen's goal right now is they they basically discover through, like, looking in the Soul Society library and stuff. Which, all this stuff, anything you see here is always introduced this chapter, so they're like, I guess there are pre-read records containing only material in the Hokioku in the library. But Aizen wants to make a soul key. And he wants to make a soul key so he can go see the soul king, who is the head of soul society. Guys, Bleach is stupid. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. It is. It is pretty dumb. I mean, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And it's this the stuff, royal key or whatever. The key to the king. Or the Oaken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find. There's this one like line that was just so poorly translated that when I was... And when I put this chapter in here, I'm like, I feel so bad for you guys because this is so much nonsense to just make a quick summary where Aizen's trying to make a soul key made out of souls. I, I will say I forgot almost all the stuff until yeah. we got to it. Um, I, I, I don't, it's, 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 it's funny because it really does not matter why they're fighting. Like, <laughs> it doesn't. I, yeah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah. A million compacts, a mile of soul miles in a land rich of souls of separating from reality and is hard to grasp. So <laughs> you need to make you need to kill a million people to get a soul key. That's like yeah. So Aizen's gonna but go like, to okay, Ichigo's. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out everyone's <laughs> motivations, and you get things like even in Soul Society there are such things as royal families. Even if he is called king, there's no actuality to his existence since he allows for Chamber Forty Six to take care of all Soul Society's business and never intervenes. In mm-hmm. truth, neither Tauchu nor I have actually directly seen him in real life before. So the king is called the Spirit King, who is a representative symbol as well as an existing figure of Soul Society. And I'm like, what is this? It's cool. <laughs> He's like God. He did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see him and he, he puts the council in charge he's like you guys run soul society he, theoretically this person exists but what does this is like mickey mouse to kingdom hearts like he, oh my he, god he's seen the whole entire fucking right you're, at, he fights, <laughs> you're asking right now what does he do yeah i am so amped for the final arc because <laughs> this it gets so funny with the soul king real quick oh, do you guys god. think the soul king is the main the final villain of bleach no no god is god usually is but 
Do you do you think Phil? I would lean towards yes, but not not like 100%. I think he should be, but from everything I've heard about when people are like, you have all these endings, why don't you take them? Like that Bleach ends like 10 times. I I'm so sure that he is not what ends the series. When okay. when you guys said are you expected Aizen to be like next fight and that'll be it? Maybe I, I maybe it's because I see too many shiny shonen. I, I knew there was no fucking way that was the case. Like it's gonna go on forever. It's gonna take fucking ever forever yeah. to get to Aizen, and it's gonna take forever to get to the Soul King. It's gonna take forever to get past the Soul King or whatever the final two bosses. Mm-hmm. It's not that I expected it to end last time. I was just like, this is a good spot to end. <laughs> so, so Sly, you don't think it's gonna be the Soul King? No, I, I, I will be surprised okay. if it is. Okay. So the main thing we learn about this is that the key, the location of the key, has only been passed down through oral traditions, and no books exist. So what what Eisen looked at were documents that displayed the state of time when the Oken was being made, the Soul Key, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean this stuff is all like it's it's so funny because it's so easily summed up. Like it's interesting to get into the intricacies, like that they don't have and they don't know who actually like has the key. It's passed down orally, but the only idea is basically Eisen needs to blow up Ichigo's hometown. Take all the souls and make a key out of it so he can go see Soul King. Also, one of the things that fucking bothers me so much about exposition scenes like that is commonly in exposition scenes, even though it's ham-fisted, it's necessary. We all have characters interject with questions just being like, hey, could you elaborate a little bit more? Mm-hmm. But in this, he's like, the, this like old guy is like, what he knows is the method of resurrection of, of the Oken, the Soul Key. And, and then someone's like, oh, so that means there's a problem with the resurrection? He's like, no. It's a different thing. And it's like yeah. having them in- interject with wrong information makes it much <laughs> harder for me to follow. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's tough, too, because, again, this is poorly translated where I think when Rangiko interjects with there's a problem with it, she's saying, so Aizen is having a trouble, like, forming it. Like, he doesn't know how to form it. Oh, and he's saying, okay. no, it's that it, he requires a lot of souls, so he has to kill a lot of people. Okay. I think it shows the, 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 the breaking point between me and Ryan in the story because I did not give a fuck because this is already the wrong way to deliver this information in the first place. Like you, should, <laughs> yeah, you, should, you, should, you should have this organically like distributed, this information organically distributed in some way and not have the spear key just be a MacGuffin basically. Yeah. Like all yeah. this is arbitrary like why they're fighting. It's just because I like don't give a fuck about fights at all I'm like grasping for like give me anything, like motivation right? anything <laughs> yeah. and they're just like like I'm basically her being like so there is a plot and he's like, no, you are mistaken. <laughs> or there is, but it's like, we, it has nothing to do with what we're yeah. going to do. And it's great, too, because this is being exposited. Or is just in this room. Ichigo is pretty much like girlfriend. She's just like standing around hearing all this because she just needs to tell Ichigo that he's going to have to fight soon. That's yeah. why now, you're, she's hearing about all this. Is there any reason why it's Ichigo's hometown other than there happens to be a million people there? No. It's because it's my character. The only place in the world with a million people. Yeah. <laughs> but that's I, I accept that from day one that shit's gonna happen. Like, it's, it's funny because yeah. you guys have high expectations for sure, I guess I think. Because like I've watched a lot of Power Rangers, I've watched a lot of shit like this where everything happens in Angel Grove. Nothing leaves Angel Grove. All the, yeah. all the aliens want to invade Angel Grove. All, everything's in Angel Grove. I, I feel like you can see that with like everything, though. It's like how Spider Man, like everyone that wants to blow up the world, will happen in New York City or like. But that makes more sense cities. to me because New York City is one of the biggest. Richest oh yeah. Cities Whereas in the this world. is just like some Japanese district. And and yeah. and they, and they, and, and, and yeah. the fucking uh, Spider Man has moved away from that. There are there are actually stories where he has to go to other towns and stuff, and they, they deal with how Spider Man. Uh, it sucks uh, not having a fucking building to swing off of or something like that. And those far from home, am I right? He's far from home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but like in general, uh, like most people like cartoon shows, most 
uh, like fiction in general is just for popcorn consumption. Everything's gonna happen in the hometown. Like nothing leaves the hometown. Yep. Yeah. Or we could we could we could think of deeper motives that Aizen is trying to get revenge on uh, Ichigo by killing. Yeah, him. he's just being an asshole. That, he, that's that's a pretty good explanation. Yeah, but this point, I never got the impression Aizen really cares so much about Ichigo specifically. He's just yeah. He calls him intruder, I think. Yeah, Ryoka. So uh, the main thing is, if he follows the literature and completes the Oken, everything will be scraped off from the world and disappear forever. So he'll destroy the world if he does this. Not the world. It's uh, again. This is. I think it's a problem with the translation because I think it's only blowing up Karakura Town. Oh, but okay. if he's right, if that parallel where you blow up Karakura, you blow up the robot accent, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Th- Orihime is like, all right, I'll tell Ichigo that they're going to have a battle in six months. They're preparing for Aizen to bring off his Spada, the top ten people, to come and fight against the rest of the captains. So he's got to be ready. And then I included a real quick, like, this uh, cover image of uh, Renji's hat says fuck on it. I like that because they're like the (laughs) modern clothes. (laughs) And then we're jumping ahead to chapter uh, 234. And this is the third time. This this page is in uh, color. I didn't know. Is Orihime also a redhead? Yeah. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, we, we established this slide. Yes. We, we know where we're yeah. <laughs> But I will say, uh, also, one interesting, interesting thing is, no, they say in some of the notes that uh, manga in Japan uh, sometimes has colored pages, but they never, they never make them color in America, apparently. A lot mm. of times, the, the Taikoban volumes will have, like, the first two pages will be in color. Yep. Like, yeah. that's why yeah, it's a, a common thing. Yeah. 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 So, in this, uh, Orihime is being brought... Basically, what happened is they're like, I, we think Aizen is interested in you because you have the power to reject reality, which I said last or two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. You know, she can she can heal people because she's like, no, you didn't get cut. And so then they get healed. And Aizen's like, hey, that seems like a really cool OP ability I would like to have. Yeah. And yeah. so I would do if I were him. I'm like, that yeah. is broken. I want that. <laughs> yeah. So he sends Ukiora, the sad goth boy, after her in between like dimensions when they're traveling to go to Soul. She's going to Soul Society to be protected by captains. And Ukiora infiltrates in between dimensions, basically. So I have a quick question about the sad goth guy. Yeah. Just previously when we saw him, and in like a display of, I guess, like uh, submissiveness to Aizen, he took his eye out of his head and smashed it. Yeah. Now he has both eyes again. Does that matter? No. Okay. So that that eye smashing, that's the only time that ever happens in the series. It never... No, wait. He can regenerate organs. That, okay. He's he's one of the ones that can do that. I forgot. There's so I a thought fight that later a on where deal. he's like, I can regenerate everything but internal organs i think he says but he can regenerate limbs i, I would eyes, argue I that eyes are like pretty internal for the most <laughs> yeah part. again <laughs> well it, they, they, they show up on the outside your body right maybe it's vital organs can't be mm. or something yeah True. whatever i just so, i just wanted to know if there was a reason why he had his eyes back. so that are there sense. are wait, wait right by your logic right are there external <laughs> organs skin is, i guess that is an organ yeah you're right <laughs> yeah uh I, I like these questions because the penis. <laughs> I, get, I get to say how dumb bleach is that none of that comes up again or matters. So he comes up and immediately all he has to do is he swings his hand and he basically blows these guys up like he destroys an entire half of their body. It, it's it's stuff you already did this shit like yeah they just but it, it you already did it's like they they're like what and then they explode whereas he's just like waving his hand and his power is so strong these people are being blown in half and stuff and yeah, then she yeah. starts or he may see them getting blown in half her bodyguards they're escorting her and then she starts healing them and ukiora is like oh that's interesting this is why i want you to like come with us and then he points out where it's like 
you know, he shows them because right now Ichigo's in a fight, Ruki is in a fight, and he's like, these uh, Arankar are going to kill your friends unless you come with me. So yeah. you have to come with to, with me to Aizen or they die. And she's like, okay, you got it. And then <laughs> he does this really funny thing where he explains I know he like, said, okay, you got it. She's, she's like torn about this and says, yeah. okay, I will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she doesn't want to do it, but she's like, you know, her, her safety doesn't matter as much as her friend's safety. You yeah. got it, Mr. Emo Man. I'm going with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Ukior pulls out, like, this bracelet, and he's like, okay, so this is going to make you invisible. I'm going to give you 24 hours to say goodbye to only so one dumb. person. It's so contrived. Yeah, it is. So, so he dumb. gives this her this invisible bracelet, thing. gives her 12 hours to say goodbye. But if that person realizes that <laughs> you're saying goodbye, it's a violation of orders, and, yeah. and then he'll, he'll kill the friends. Kill them. He'll yeah. kill the friends. What a it is this so is this is like a weird concept, but the thing that sells it for me is uh, the art. Because what happens is yes. she goes into first. First, she leaves a note. She writes like a note because basically, little boy captain and other big boob lady have been staying with her. So she leaves a note like thanking them. She thanks her friend from if you remember from the very beginning of Bleach Totsky that she was hanging out with and talking to Ichigo about. She like leaves a message for her, and then she decides that the person that she's gonna go see is Ichigo. Yeah. So she yeah. want as she's standing over him. And she, 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 like, flies into his house because she's pretty much, like, in spirit form now with this. Yeah. So she can't be, like, she's incorporeal. Yeah, she's Doctor Strange fucking astral projection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she goes to Ichigo and Ichigo's unconscious and in, in the hospital bed. And she talks about how she wants to say goodbye to everyone. But um, she notices like Ichigo's sisters are there hanging out with him because he's been like, you know, away for so long fighting hollow stuff that when, when he's there, even if he, he's injured, they like like eating in his room and just being next to him. So Sadara was like, oh, there's no romance. She's going to be uh, best friends for life. But no, she tries to kiss Ichigo. Like, as she... And she, yeah, and she says, I can't. I really can't. And to close and up on her face, in... and, and like her, her, she just cry, her eyes are all welled up with tears. Yeah, but she's smiling, and she's like, I'm terrible, aren't I? It's my last time to see you, and I'm... and she just like slumps back. She's like, you know, I, I had a list of things I wanted to do. I want to be a teacher. I also want to be an astronaut and also make my own cake shop. I want to go to Mr. Donuts and say, I'll have them all. <laughs> and I want to go to 31 and say, I'll have them all. And she's like, oh, I wish I could live life five times over. Then I'd be born in five different cities. I'd stuff myself full with different delicious things f- uh, five times each. I'd have five different jobs. And then for those five times, I'd fall in love with the same person. Thank you, Kurosaki-kun. Goodbye. And this is probably my favorite scene in all of Bleach. We've and Dallas so said, oh, this is not, this, this book doesn't have any romance. I thought this, I, I'm invested in Marnus relationship and fucking. But shonen. I think the I think the main problem that Daryl brings up is that like this, I feel like this to me reading this this felt very much like this is the like it's never going to advance behind this phase because yeah. she it started with her pining for him and him not knowing. Yep. And like this, I really like this monologue. I really like her like focusing on the small mundane things because i always i liked her in the earlier episodes as like the connection to the mundane life that she wanted a regular life but kept being put in these like big situations because she wanted to like care for her brother and protect like ichigo and these things Mm -hmm. and like this really rung true to me but the problem is does their relationship evolve past that no Mm. because he's she's still pining for him so my and she knew she loved him, and he still doesn't, doesn't hear any know. of this. <laughs> my my counterpoint is that this uh, 
inspired some hope in me that this would come back and develop further. So, and my, my belief is Daryl's exaggerating, and at the end, stuff does come together near the end, and he's okay. just okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but like I I think that this is great, and this does feel like like a, this is a really great scene for me, mm-hmm. but. It's still like when you look at it as like an arc, it's not that different than what we've seen already. You know what I mean? It's it's more emotional and I think more personal. Yes. But it didn't feel like oh, the relationship is advancing. Yeah, if anything you just got that she said, I would fall in love. It's like an admission that she does love him. That yeah. it's not just like she thinks he's cute or something. It's not just some schoolyard crush. It's yeah. like a real So, so that isn't an arc, isn't it? That it's not a schoolyard crush and that she loves him. That and now but now when she realizes that she's being taken away from him, I, I think it. I think it is meaningful. Like I don't think it's like a filler scene yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Like I think it is very touching. And if you remember, at but, the but last... I, I would argue it's an arc. Like it's it's it's, it's obviously the it's an of... arc for her, but I don't think it's an arc for their relationship. Uh, okay. I, 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 well, according to Daryl, nothing comes of this. So maybe <laughs> maybe it should not, be a, okay. Okay. That it's not a arc. not nothing, but you'll see when we get there what okay, comes okay, of this. Okay. But um. If you remember at the end of the last episode, I said that there was one more, like, really touching thing. And th- when I was including this, I was like, specifically, I think, Ryan, that you would really like it. This is going to be the one point anchoring you to Bleach. And it really every- was. <laughs> everything after this, you are not going to like because this is the most touching moment in all of Bleach. And then ev- it's just, like, this is pure action or, like, conflict. Uh, I think this. I could. I think I could just. Uh, I think I could leave for a while because Daryl, you got me pegged. You could just. Uh, <laughs> you could just fill in how I feel about the rest. I, dis- yeah. I disagree. I think the last scene is really touching of this fucking arc. Oh right, you, I can see you're that. not wrong yeah. about that. I, I yeah. feel like this is the most like touching one. This is again. This is why I bring up stuff where it's like the the Rukia stuff is interesting, or or he may feel jealousy. And there's one scene I didn't include where or he may talks to the big boob lady, and she's basically like crying <laughs> because she can't. The other like, big. Bo- other she big can't. Boob confess her feelings about Ichigo like she that she feels so strongly for him and she's afraid to like lose him potentially to someone like Rukia and this is where it's like this is cool I wish you were developing this more Kubo because he constantly like teases you with this where it's like this is an interesting idea and it just nothing ever comes of it I think that's a that's, that's I, I view Shodan as constant teasing for the most part because <laughs> yeah, they're always like they always said it they always set up a boss, and it, it takes forever for like I'm, I'm used to like Yu-Gi-Oh, where they set up a Pegasus, and they have to go through a whole fucking season-long arc, where until you finally get to the Yu-Gi versus Pegasus fight, and then you have to finally have to get to a whole season of just Pegasus and Yu-Gi fighting, and it's, it's forever just to see Pegasus' smug face get his face caved in, uh, and that's that's what you're waiting for. It's the same thing of eyes in here, like you're waiting forever just to see the fu- fucking come up for the villains and mm-hmm. like i feel like that's that's what shonen exemplifies for me and both the good way and bad way so like i'm, I'm expecting that when i go into it that it's going to be constant teasing for everything mm-hmm. pretty much okay did you like it phil the scene yeah i did i i mean like uh i agree with the teasing thing that it, you do kind of always expect it to never go anywhere but mm-hmm. I, it is like knowing that it won't go anywhere it does sour it for me because like with the Aizen and yes. Pegasus thing, you're like, one day they will get shit on, hopefully, like, theoretically. Where with this, knowing that they they won't ever be together, it's like... Well, well that was not being specific. Yeah. Saying, yeah, I'm like, true. there's there's an asterisk you'll see at the end. <laughs> She's yeah. a hollow and eats his dick. <laughs> <laughs> she eats his external organs. <laughs> I can't regenerate that. No, oh, I, no, I can't. no I can't. you can regenerate the internal, not the external ones. Okay, I can't only, regenerate that. Only your skin and your penis can be eaten. <laughs> Ain't that always the way, you know? 
So after that happens, Ichigo wakes up the next day and he's like, oh, I forget. He, said, he said something and it's like, he feels a little strange or like, was it where he may hear or something? And then he goes to school and no, he doesn't go to school yet. I skipped. I forgot. I removed this chapter. Um, basically, Ichigo. You, you, skip, you skip a shit ton of chapters here. All we have is it's, a text. It's, we have, when, we, when we're skipping chapters, all we have is a block of text from Daryl yeah. uh, in between pages. And it just says, uh, Society Captain tells Ichigo, are you mistaken? That they'll rescue her in place of Ichigo since he's needing the upcoming war. Ichigo's upset about this. Yeah, so yeah. so Ryan, this was another one just like the the Oaken, the spirit key. This was that kind of chapter of just like dense text that yeah. I can summarize within like a paragraph. And the one <laughs> the one special thing that you get there is both Byakuya and Kempachi get a big splash page of them and they're like, We're gonna go rescue Orihime. You have to stay behind for the war that's coming up. That's cool. Oh Yeah, so then you're like, Oh I get it. You're like, Oh, that's awesome. They're gonna go and fight, you know, they're gonna infiltrate Hueco Mundo, they're gonna go to hell and fight. And, but and from what we remember, they're really fucking strong. Byakuga yeah. is the brother who is Ken- Kichigo? Yeah. Kenpachi Kichigo? Kenpachi's the iPad the guy. Who's like, guy. Oh, okay, I will love fighting. Okay. Yeah, so it's you like guys if you're are gonna, gonna make send, fun of me. <laughs> if you're gonna send two people to hell, those two are good. What? You guys are gonna make fun of me when I read this note, Daryl, that you had yeah. that they will rescue her in place of Ichigo. I was like, Ichigo doesn't need to be rescued. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But now I get it. They're going yeah. instead of him, not they're rescuing her instead of him. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, okay. So then he, he goes to school and you get like one scene of the teacher being like, "It's been a long time since you've seen each other, like three months." And he's like, "Are those new glasses?" And she's like, "I've had them for three this, weeks." This is like in Power Rangers when fucking Bulk and Skull, the Power Rangers go to fucking space and stuff, and then Bulk and Skull show up like. Like it's still like they're still 17 years old in high school being like hey you want to get bullied by us <laughs> yeah well it's, it's a neat like dichotomy here because each goes really sad about like all these like real events that are transpiring his friends are basically like oh, high school's great uh here's this cool like game I just really need to spotlight how great it is to picture a bunch of bullies coming up to a group of kids and saying, hey, you want to be bullied by us? <laughs> I couldn't think about a frame better. so good. <laughs> yeah, so it's, but, like, it's high school stuff where his friends are like, hey, where have you been? And one of them is like, you like basically abandoned us and you know yeah, what's so going on with Orihime. This, this is yeah. Orihime's... Right? Yeah, this is Toski. This is Orihime's friend from the very first thing of Bleach where we're yeah. doing. Where I saying. really like seeing her come back and being like, I care about my friend. Like, you guys all went on these adventures and I was just <laughs> okay. left home. You have no idea how much I've read people commenting about Bleach going, whatever happened to Totsky? Because after <laughs> this, she's just gone. But hey, uh, on the other end, um, stuff like fucking Dragon Ball where people just become like background characters after a while. Uh, yeah. I find it interesting. That's, that's why I mean when Kanui Junkie, I, I, I've, I, I never expected any of these characters to come back, any of the school characters to come back at yeah. all. Yeah. So like even the, the fact that the writer cared enough to have this emotional scene that clearly showed She's aware of what's going on. She knows something up with Ichigo, and she wants to be part of it. And Ichigo's like Ichigo, basically pushes out a plot, but shows like it makes her feel like a more like a fully fleshed character. Like she could, she wanted to be part of the plot. She was willing to be part of yeah. it because she cares about uh, Orihime. But Ichigo pushes it out for her own safety. But and thematically, yes. I think this works really well that she doesn't show up again because she's like, I can do this stuff too. I I can go with you. And he says, No, you can't. You'll die. And well, he doesn't even like well, he doesn't say that, but like he just that's... says like it, this has nothing to do with you. And she punches yeah. him so that like his head smashes against the window, and she but, this yeah, is when yeah, she I yells mis- at him and says, "Aren't we friends? Aren't we Nakama?" Yeah, are, yeah. literally, are we Nakama? So that, I misspoke. Yeah. yeah, I misspoke when I said that he's like you know you'll die. But when he says like this doesn't concern you, get out of here. I, like, I, I interpret it do- as that like like he, he like why get her involved when yeah. This- but to me, that's a lot more impactful when. 
I like when she doesn't show up again because so many times we see that speech and then someone's like, no, I care the most about my friends. I'm going to go anyway. And then it's like, why are you here? Like, you're not at this power level. There's no like you just kind of exist here for well, no reason. And like, the- I like that they actually stick to it. One of the reasons I include this, too, is that I like the tension here because you get this thing of, like, that Ichigo is part of two worlds, but there's a cost to being a Soul Reaper and, like, a normal high school kid because he can't let other people be in on it with him being, like, like, the, a Soul it's like Reaper. It's the superhero thing. Like, yeah, 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 like Spider-Man at the end yeah. of Spider-Man 1 saying, this is my power, this is my curse, I am Spider-Man. As he un- un- <laughs> yeah. un- I am Bleach. So then so Ichi- he, yeah, they yell at him, and uh, he's, like, Basically, he tells the other friend, hey, uh, can you take care of Tatsuki? Uh, don't concern yourself with me. He has to basically turns back on his friends. And then we see the next scene. He's walking at night in his Soul Reaper outfit. And he w- runs into Hat and Clogs, mm-hmm. who's like, uh, he doesn't run into him. I think he's going to see him. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and Hat and Clogs, because he goes to him because he's like, you know the way to Hueco Mundo. And Hat and Clogs is like, yeah, I do. It's like I, I figured that you'd, you'd, <laughs> you'd come here. And part of the reason... Um, what had happened is Ichigo, during this, he went and trained with the visors. Again, the people I'm never going to show you because they don't do anything. They're the people that they can <laughs> use the hollow mask and they can use that power now when they're Shinigamis. So they get they get both hollow powers and like uh, regular Soul Reaper powers. And he trained with them. And what was great, too, is then when he's training with them, Chad, the Quincy, and Orihime go to train with Hatton Clogs because they're like, we got to get stronger and stronger. And you made Ichigo really strong, so you'll make us really strong. And he tells Orihime, no, you're not allowed in here. Like, I, I have to put you away. And then he later exposits here. It's like, I did that for her own safety because I didn't want her in battle because I knew Aizen wanted her. But she got taken anyway. So because of that, I owe you one. So I'm going to let you go into Hueco Mundo. And then the Quincy and Chad show up and they're like, we're coming with you. And he's like, yep. no, you're not. And then Chad does like super buff punch. Like, what is this attack? This, this <laughs> is this is his power. He has this super dope, awesome fist. Like, he's a monk. He's power. Doom Fist. He's a monk. He's like any fucking... He's closer to Doom Fist because he can only use it like so many times. And it's super powerful and like blows up the whole ground around it whenever he uses it. Yeah, like Ichigo it. blocks it, but it like literally craters the ground... Well, yep. like Doomfist and like monks in D and D, they could do a lot of damage, but they always get killed very easily. <laughs> yeah, and so they're like, oh, he's like, sure. I guess I'm coming with you then. Uh, and Ichigo doesn't yep. say anything, and they and the Quincy's like, I'm going to. So then they're like, all oh, right. Oh, oh now- by the way, we should note that Ichigo says like, even this is not enough, Chad. Like, please don't go. And Chad still insists, <laughs> which I which I like because in Dragon Ball for far too long they had Krillin, Tien, and Yamcha say, one day I'll train and be as good as Goku. I- I'm I'm glad the story at least acknowledges that Chad's ready. No, out of no, it's Chad's the one saying it. He's like, are you saying that this power is enough? It's like, look how much stronger I've gotten, and it's not enough. <laughs> So they're going to go and infiltrate Hueco Mundo. So again, you get the thing, the bleach repetition, where now they have to go rescue Rukia. Now this time, we need to go rescue Orihime. And it's the same cast infiltrating another, like, you know, spiritual plane full of, like, ten evil captains and all their underlings. One little note that I just want to point out that I really liked is when he was arguing, when Ichigo was arguing with Tatsu before, and she was like, you know, you're my, uh, you're my Nakama. And isn't that what, you know, aren't we? And he's basically like, he like feigns, like, I don't care about you. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. But then Chad, when he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go with you. Don't carry such a heavy burden by yourself. That's what Nakama are for. <laughs> and that's what convinces him. And I really like, I do like that parallelism where like 
there are friends that he has with some power that he does he is convinced by that same argument but mm-hmm. she was not convinced as just a like re- completely regular civilian bystander and like i thought that was cool yeah yep so now we're skipping 40 but, chapters but that, ahead. that is right that is this is that's one funny thing I was like, oh, it's another damsel in distress game rescued by the same gang yep. going into yep. it. And, I was and just, again, well, you have like you have a Renji waiting for him, and then above him's a Byakuya. <laughs> and I was disappointed. Yeah. I, I was disappointed that Rukia wasn't part of this gang too. Yeah, she is. Uh, okay, so yeah, so it's they, good. They, they, no, it's good. They, Fuck you. They get in there, and Rukia and Renji show up, and they're like, "We're we're coming to help you guys out." Right, so, okay, so I, I like this. Okay. And it, it's hard because, again, I, I explicitly am doing this so I can show you all the Ichigo fights. But besides that, like, everyone else gets their own fights. Uh, Rukio fights one of the top ten Espada. Renji fights one with Chad and the Quincy. Spoilers, all three of them can't beat this guy. They're trash. Yeah. <laughs> well, if Ichigo and, beat him, beat Renji in the very first arc of the story, of course he's not as good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then um, they, we, we skipped a lot to where... Uh, they, <laughs> I forgot. They're, they're I wanted to include this. So one of the things I wanted to include is you get this this kind of interesting thing with the Espada. They are ranked. This is this is I love this so much. They're ranked ten to one, where one is the strongest and ten is the weakest. And as Ichigo's like fighting all these guys, or like as you're fighting them, you're trying to figure out like who's the strongest out of all these guys. Like what can they possibly do compared to other ones? Because he fights Ukiora, and he's like, you have to be second in command. You are definitely like right below Aizen in power because Ichigo's like using his Bankai and he still can't like beat him and stuff. And Ukiyori's like, nope, he rips open his shirt and he's number four. And he's like, no, there's still three dudes stronger than me. That that, that, that's, me. A, that's a typical, <laughs> oh, this is maybe final form. I'm taking off my yeah, power. I like, love <laughs> that though, because it's like, there are three other people that are even stronger than me. And then right after he does that, Ukiyori kills Ichigo to the point that Orihime has to resurrect him after that happens. And then you have Grim Jao, the guy with the, the, the Renji type of dude. Uh, he shows up and he's like, as uh, Orihime's healing him, he's like, make sure you heal him to full because I want to fight him at his full strength. I love that. Because they've already clashed though. swords oh, twice. I, I don't want to. Uh... So many of these people are like, I just, I, my really, the really, the thing I want in life is a good fight. And so if they're weakened, <laughs> yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah. Because that way you, you don't know if you're better than them because you didn't fight them at yeah. full strength. Who cares? You win. <laughs> they're, they're not doing it for win. They, they it care. Sure a, a lot of the, a lot of this like, interesting like uh, culture, like because uh, like mm, in America we don't think about this, true. but like in, J- in Japan there's like a thing like uh, I want to have this be an honorable fight. I want to be one on one. You got your best. For my, like, I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Yeah. I know. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then so now we're getting into the Ichigo versus Grim Jow fight. This called, is like uh, the, the, the chapter is called Jugulators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ichigo starts the chapter by just t- telling Orihime not to worry, he's going to fight. And there's an... <laughs> this character, Nell. Which oh my god, knows. yes! Why is Nell in here? You're already laughing. So, so yeah, Nell talks like the most cliche little baby voice. Like, oh, are we going to watch the fight? Are we? Everything's so big. Fighting. She speaks like with, with a lisp. Yeah. Nell. She's like, Ifigo, where are you going? It's so, so annoying. So, it is. Nell's, it is. Part, Nell's partly in here. She's introduced at the beginning of this, uh, like, once they get into Hueco Mundo. Her and her, co- like, she has two other friends there with her. They're the comedic reliefs that they go off and hang out with, like, Renji and Chad and Rukia. <laughs> well, this it's, is so going Nell's, on. Nell's a, Nell's a girl? What? Nell's a girl? Yeah, Nell's okay. a girl. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nell's a girl. I know, yeah. <laughs> and Wait, so, why is that shocking? No, because, like... 
it's just like a gentlest little child. From yeah. So you can't tell in the beginning, like, because, yeah, like, again, where you can only tell people are girls if they have big boobs. But um, Nell's here to be like, all hollows aren't necessarily kind of like evil, that they can be like good people in a way too. like, as soon as they turn from the Gillen, which is like the, the lowest form of hollow into whatever they are now, once they get like consciousness and a personality, like they're not necessarily evil people. Like Nell's just a little girl. But spoilers, yeah, so- it's revealed later that she was transformed into a little girl. Originally, she... Uh, is originally a lady with giant boobs. That <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. That's why it's shocking because I was like, where's the big boobs? Like, oh, and they're yeah. past like Part, part way through another fight that happens, she gets so worried over Ichigo, she transforms back into her giant boob lady, which because she's wearing little g- girl clothes, it barely covers her breasts. And she's only there for TNA. And uh, she doesn't God. even beat the guy God, she's fighting. that sucks. <laughs> why, is, why is it like this? It sucks. It's basically Ever, the way Japan, I do it's, it. Right. Japan is very sexually oppressed. Okay. No, I, I, I get it. Uh, but like, but just stop. No. Don't make it. Like, don't make it little kids. I, I yeah. just no. But like, she's not a little kid. She's right. She's a. She's like, well, well, I'm a thousand year old dragon lady. No, she. I'm not yeah, a she mentally reverts to a child <sighs> and turns into right. one. One of your favorite characters is the same exact thing. They're like, it's technically not a child when I fucked this uh, girl named Hal. Uh, when Hal Jordan fucked this girl. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. and it's bad then too. Uh, yeah, and it's like, ba- it's bad had, here too. This is now the second time that this happened. First, there was a cat that turned into a That's different because she was a grown lady the whole time here nell is actually mentally repressed so this is really weird that, is really that weird. she's like now i'm turned into a big adult lady with big boobs yeah. that's like it's just i find that it's so easy to not do that yeah well, well all you have like, to do is take your pen and not put it to the paper and not, not like that <laughs> it is crazy the problem there, is, there's so many big boob ladies already that satisfy that requirement if you need yes. it like, the the problem is uh-huh. I think like with Kubo doing this is he wanted to be like a twist like ha Nell is actually really strong it's just that he sexualizes her when he does it which is really weird because he, he, yeah. he decided early on she has to be a girl no she decided early on she's a girl so now that she's a woman she has to have big boobs so that should yeah. be sexy so that, so that's that way it's like you know she's a girl yeah uh, so, it sucks Nell sucks it sucks yeah, no it no sucks. defender I've seen people say like even in the Discord it's like I kind of like Nell I'm like no don't don't defend this. <laughs> <laughs> Because she does nothing other than worry about Ichigo the whole time. And so her, the way like, she oh, talks okay. is so fucking annoying. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. So Ichigo goes to fight uh, Grimjow, and he flies off. He takes out his sword. He puts his sword into the Bankai form already. It's, it's already, like, there. Which, again, another funny thing. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Ichigo, his Bankai special power makes him a lot faster. There is not one person that's slower than him in this series. Even if his sword gives him the special power of speed, everyone's as fast as him. It's so dumb. Well, that that is the the challenge. He has to keep. He's uh, that's kind of a thing from the beginning, though, because he's always at a disadvantage. So they kept they kept they kept going to perpetuity, and he's always uh-huh. fighting higher level enemies. So I never thought that was weird. Like it's not like he's fighting like. People on the streets. Like, you don't think thugs. it's weird that like Byakuya gets a sword that can turn to a million petals and eviscerate guys? Agree. But Ichigo's like his one power is speed, and yeah, he and does he, and not fight one person slower than him. No, not at the time, but eventually he outpaces them over time. Eventually, with with other powers, not just like his bankai yeah. though. No, I agree with that because like if you're gonna have everybody have these cool abilities, yeah. having one person just have those abilities, also other stuff, kind of diminishes the, it. The reason, why, like, the, reason, the reason why it doesn't bother me is because that's not his real power. His real power is just I will win this fight no matter what plot. Plot bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like, that's yeah. his real power. Like, I forgot. It's like, I, I it's forgot like, it's like Yugi's power. Yugi's power is not. <laughs> oh I, I have this medallion that must be 
tap into another form. I, his power is, I will win this fight no matter how much Texas uses his eye, no matter how much he uses your fucking, all these powers, I but, will win but, this fight. But, like, in canon, he's supposed to be faster than anyone. Yeah, I, I actually forgot that was a thing. I thought yeah. it was, I thought his thing was the, the Getsuka Tensho. Getsuka but... Tensho? No, that's just, like, what he can also do. It's sort of like how Byakuya can turn the rose petals into, like, a single sword. Yeah. Like I've just I've just been just chomping at the bit waiting to bring this up on the podcast. It's like fucking Tom King just had Superman beat Flash in a race because he's faster than him, and it's like <laughs> then why does the Flash exist? Wait, exactly. What's the fucking point? Also, counterpoint, uh, his power. He's a human. They keep saying human beings suck. Human beings are shit. So I would say mm, that's, true. He, that's true. So I would say his speed is keeping him up to pace with people he should be up to pace with. So that's he's, just, he's not a human. He's a, he's a soul reaper now. But every, no, everyone calls him a human being, saying like you're a, sh- a shitty human being. So his bankai just gets him up to level where he can even catch up to these people where he's mm-hmm. fighting. Where I find that compelling. So well, I think that's a compelling uh, sure. <laughs> I'm like a spoilers. He's also a hollow, but uh, yeah, but like uh, even, <laughs> even but even like obviously he's a special he's a special character. But like the way the way I view, I view all of his bankais, it's always. I need two Bankai just to even start this fight, or else I will lose automatically. Yeah. So I there's, there's actually a fight I skipped beforehand where he didn't want a Bankai against this other like trash mob dude, and the the guy beat him so bad, Ichigo's like, I have to Bankai just to beat you. So, Which, so that's, again, like that kind of stuff, I hate that fight was just so purposeless because the whole fight is Ichigo like, I don't want to transform my sword to beat you, and so you read like ten pages or ten chapters, and then he's like, okay, I guess I will. And he's I I, like, I, I will defend that because I, it's like. <laughs> The fucking RPG where you're like, I don't use all my hot cooldowns on something to me. Then you start dying, you're like, shit, I guess I got to. Uh- <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, Grim we've, Jump- all, we've all been there. Like, stop pretending, Daryl. <laughs> stop pretending I haven't <laughs> used my full power on you. I don't want Daryl, you use Palkia to fight fucking youngsters. You can fuck Exactly. Off. I go he, into Bankai immediately. Yeah. yeah. He Bankai's yeah. on everyone. That's, yeah. why you're, that's why you're unrelatable, unlike Ichigo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, Ichigo's fighting during this, Orihime's telling Nell, the little girl, it's like, you know, he'll win for sure, don't worry. And she's like, no, he's scared. Everyone said that when they're scared. And she's like, no, he makes a promise to himself when he says this. When he says he's going to win, he'll win for sure because he can't let us down. And they're fighting. And this is where you get a lot of stuff where Phil was mentioning before where it's like it can be difficult to track the combat in this, especially because, like, uh, Grimjow keeps using giant lasers and blowing stuff up. We should have to it's cool if you follow it. We should, we should, yes. we should, we should, very important to clarify when the that little kid talks, the way it's written, it's every, every F is a TH. Yeah, uh, it's uh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, like uh, he has Ys randomly everywhere. It becomes really hard to read at any point. I'm, I'm a big defender usually of accents written in comics because I think it gives more diverse dialogue. I think it's more it's more interesting to read, but it has to be done in a way that's still like it shouldn't slow me down that mm-hmm. much. This is like hard to read. Also, the character should be compelling that you want to read of it. Like when, yeah, when Rogan true. Gambit uh, talking Cajun and Southern dialects, you like Rogan Gambit. You want to hear him what they have to say. I don't give a fuck about his character. Stop That's it. actually yeah. surprisingly a pretty controversial take. Most people find it so annoying, but that is a good example of what I mean. Like I like that. I know, but that's why I bring it up because people do find uh, Gambit and Rogan annoying. T- but I, I have a problem with it because I like him as characters. Like. This guy, yeah. this character has nothing to do with the plot. He just interrupts the story with really hard to read dialogue. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So Ich Ichigo and Grimjow fight a while, and during this, Grimjow's basically being like, like, you don't have any other reason to fight other than I'm a hollow and you're a Shinigami. This is the way it's been for thousands of years. Like, this is what we're meant to do. One of us is just gonna die. It's either you or me. This is great. Like, he loves it. They're fighting on like these giant like pillars to these rock like yeah. 
So Huicomundo is a giant desert with just like pillars strewn about. And this is where you get people criticizing Kubo because Kubo hates drawing backgrounds. And if you look at any panels, there's usually no background. And so basically, as an artist, I can relate. Like, fuck backgrounds. Yeah, but but, I mean, other other people, like the the artists of Berserk, like, he's really great with backgrounds and stuff. Whereas Kubo, like, never does it. So when you go from Soul Society, which is a city, to here, which is a desert with a couple easy to draw pillars, a lot of people, like, critique his art around this time because he just got, like, kind of lazy with drawing it. Is this a trademark of Shunen, too? Like, in Dragon Ball, they fight in the uh, empty list, like, nondescript terrain all the fucking time yeah like, dragon do. ball it still uses a lot of like detail on the ground and stuff again if you look at like kubo's stuff during that this fight how much stuff is there in the background it's just the two people fighting. and and also yes. to back up to back up the, the, the earlier point that's also part of the reason why it's hard to uh follow the fights because he yeah. doesn't he never repositions yes. where everyone is in the that, that, yeah. that's a good point you don't have any like structures to orient yourself with other than when he points at the they're, ground they're just, they just seem like they're kind of like floating through the air at different points and like yeah. Like Daryl said, Grimjo shoots these big lasers out of his hands, and then Ichigo throws his Getsuga Tensho, and like they Kamehameha <laughs> into each other, and then the yeah. the laser breaks through the Getsuga Tensho, and you know, <laughs> uh, I love Getsuga Tensho. It's so pointless. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I do but really never, like this. It never kills anyone. <laughs> What's the Getsuga Tensho? The the big black uh, like slash that that Ichigo yeah. does always. Oh, it's I like, didn't get I didn't get it. I thought it was like an artistic design choice i didn't get it that it was a fucking ability. no that, that's that's his one move he doesn't get any other move that's it he just whoop fires uh, spoilers it. Um, everyone what... everyone shoots lasers through and they're like pathetic and he's like what honey uh spoilers Daryl. that's why she was my favorite shonen character of all time uh we'll get into that when we get to the final fight where all he does is fucking hit the enemy really hard <laughs> okay Sly, one day you'll have a regular middle of the road opinion and not this is the greatest or worst thing of all time <laughs> That day will not be today, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so they keep fighting. Um... Uh, hold on, just two things. Yeah. I just want to say one. Coincidentally, uh, when they say Getsuga, it's always broken up where it's get hyphen suga in uh-huh. in like just because of the size of the word bubbles. Yeah. And I always read them as rogue get, saying sugar. Get sugar. <laughs> get sugar. <laughs> and uh, the the other thing, I I really like the translations here because they do have a lot of just the two of them being like fuck you. That's right. That was like uh, literally trash. it says fuck you in it. Yeah, that was trash talking the translations. I love them because they always say, "I'm gonna beat his fucking ass." Like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm gonna beat his ass. I'm like, this is just so like that's not what they're actually saying, but they're trying to like translate it into like this is the energy I feel translating. Yes, that's why it's good at translation. You capture the spirit spirit, of the words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as they're fighting, uh, they keep shooting lasers at each other, and then Grimjo is like, "I don't want to fight this you. I want to." He, he's alluding to the fact that he wants to fight his hollow form. So, he's so like, an important thing is that when Ichigo used the hollow form the last time, he like whooped Grimjow's ass with it. So that's why Grimjow's like, I need to see that form again because I'm going to kick that form's ass. So then he takes it, he pulls out the thing that only a spot are allowed to use, the strongest Cero. <laughs> and he basically makes like a real, I said Kamehameha before, but this is actually one where there's a full splash page of him like lasering. Two pages. <laughs> two pages of him like lasering this gigantic, Ganto beam. Yeah. It like just. So all, all the Espada, it's like, it said beforehand, it's like, all the Espadas can use Saros, which are just big lasers. And it's like, yeah. I have the biggest <laughs> laser. And he shoots it at Orihime. Yep. So Ichigo has to like deflect it. So he does. He puts on, he you see him cut through it, and then he has the mask on. And Grimjaw's and like, it, yes. Yeah. I'm hard. Like, finally, now. a real challenge. <laughs> yeah. And so um, he tells. So Orihime is freaked out by this, and yep. sh- and 
he says to her, uh, Ichigo with the hollow mask says, uh, sorry, I'm going to end this fast. And mm-hmm. so, uh, or he, or he was now like scared of Ichigo. Like, who is that? Is that really Ichigo? He's like so scary now and stuff like that, which gets into part one of why she was one of my it, There's actually, there's a scene when she's looking at him that has, it shows her brother with the mask on. Cause that's the feeling she's getting looking at him. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and what's cool is he tells her like, just shield, put, use your power to shield yourself and Nell. Don't lower it, because this is going to get real. And yeah. <laughs> uh, and Grimjow transforms to his super form. Yeah, is... grind, Pantera. And so all of the Espada, the top ten dudes, they have Bankais, but their Bankai, they put their sword essentially into their body, and they transform into some kind of, like, beast or creature. He, he looks uh, pretty cool. He looks like a scorpion, like, a, like <laughs> an anime scorpion. Like, he has a tail and, like, he's full, pretty cool, full yeah. body But he, he's got, like, long hair, because he's supposed to be more, like, beastly, like, more panthery. Yeah. But yeah. And he's got, like, long ears. And he goes, oh! Yep. <laughs> and with this... the sound pressure, it blows Ichigo back. And he's like, what? Stop doing this with just a scream. And they blast off at him. And then they're fighting. And it's like, it's the Dragon Ball Z thing we're at now. Where he punches Ichigo. Ichigo flies through multiple just like nondescript pillars. And then he teleports <laughs> behind him. the pillars just for that purpose. Where like, yes. you'll see them pop into the air. And then you'll see a, like a crushing blow from uh, Grimjow. And then you see Ichigo, like his trail going downwards through the entire pillar like you can watch mm-hmm. him just you can see how strong he is through the destruction of the terrain like dragon ball completely uh this is my favorite yeah. line uh grimjaw says kurosaki ichigo those are good eyes those eyes piss the hell out of me to be continued <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be continued yeah and so people in the in the distance are the other espada i think are yeah. watching and they're like this, no, this, this is so again. This is what's so annoying about this is the big boob lady. <laughs> she's the one. She's one of the espada. She's number two. Okay. And the ones in front of her are her fracciones. Every espada gets to clar- their own. To clarify. The, there's a woman with big boobs in this panel. It's not the big boob lady we've been referring to before. The blonde lady. Yes. <laughs> this, this... I know. <laughs> We're Ryan. <laughs> and, and she has three ladies, and these people are basically her underlings. These are her assistant oh. captains. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Which, which again, why I was like, this is why this arc slows down so much is because everyone has assistant captains that they're like, go and fight the other captains' assistant captains. They're like, yeah. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> oh, captain, my captain. And so they're watching, and like they're even from miles away, they're feeling like the wind of the explosions. And then mm-hmm. she's the captain, I guess, is like, don't worry. Yeah. This is what an spot is like in their re- resurrection form. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And well, she, she mentions it's like, this is what you're feeling. Because the other, the girls are acting tough. They're like, ha, ah, look at them. They're going crazy. Like, they're calling each other scared and whatnot. And the captain's like, you should value it because it's your primal fear. Because this is, it feels like it's two a spot of fighting each other right uh, now. So uh, in the middle of the fight, like, uh, is still scared, saying, is that really... Uh, Ichigo, and then the Grimjaw fires a bunch of shots at, uh, uh, Orihime. Yeah, he shoots, like, he shoots spikes, blades out of his elbow that, like, they launch into something, then explode. And Ichigo blocks up his body, and, uh, he stares at Orihime before he's back to the fight. Uh, and then, uh, uh, Grimjaw notes that, oh, uh, you really wasted yourself trying to save her, you idiot. Uh, yeah. uh, and this is why uh, I love Ichigo because he's the fucking Hulk. Uh, he, he has his dark side. He has to tap in for power. 
Yeah, his his lover is like I'm scared of you, and this, this is like how you have, and he's okay, like, okay, now I understand yeah. a little more. Yeah. So I just wants it's Sly loves any character that other people are afraid of, and they're like, you're too mad all the time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, and then Grimshaw does the the classic anime thing. He points his elbow at a pillar and opens it up and shoots one spike and it blows up the entire pillar. And he's like, "You've already taken five of these and you're still standing, huh?" Yeah. And he's like, "Your ma- your mask is at its limit." And he just goes like, "Whoa, the hell are you talking to? You look pretty torn up." And then they start fighting each other again. And no, he says, he, he, get- says, he says, "To me, you look pretty torn up." But Grimshaw says, "Sorry, but your vision must be really shitty." And they start fighting. <laughs> Oh my god, I, I just ate it. Yeah, this was what <laughs> I was like... Read, how did you read this and say, oh, Sly will definitely not love this? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I should have known when they're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so, I eventually was like, I kind like, it was a cool fight, but it needed to end earlier. Yeah. I, I was like... And this is, it, this is the things where it's like... 600 pages is a lot for you guys to read but there's a part of me where i'm like you need to know how long these fights go on that kubo yeah. does where it's like again yeah. you, you can find a good place to just put the end of the fight and be like that was really neat rather than just they keep going and now now or he like i'm so scared of him and then uh, nell the little girl's like you need to cheer him on like don't be scared of him that's still ichigo under the mask you have to cheer him out because what else is what's going to happen to him if you don't and then she's like oh you got it so she yells like don't die kurosaki-kun and that's what powers him up because as as he shoot he tries to strike at him again, Ichigo yeah. grabs it and he's like, "Sorry, looks like I'm not allowed to take any more damage than this." And then so he's like, "I can't get hit anymore." He just cuts Grimjaw. Yeah, and he cuts Grimjaw. It's just like it's the stupid Renji bullshit where it's just like, uh, I guess I'm just gonna beat you now because yeah. I someone yelled at me or I remembered something." I will, and then I, he he says, "What the hell is this shit?" <laughs> it does it, again like. I, in like something like my hero, they'll go through a great fight in always like one episode, and sometimes yes. the the biggest will be two or three. Yep. I think it's the biggest one I can think of. That's multiple characters coming in and fighting this person, and like it, it satisfies you, and you want more, but you don't get it, so you feel like that was great. I wish I could see more. Here, I'm yep. like, I've had enough. Please stop feeding me. <laughs> like, well, too, too with my hero, it like every hit feels like it counts. Like if someone gets stabbed in the gut, you're like, they're probably gonna be down or like close to being yeah, out yeah, for yeah, the yeah, fight. Yeah. Whereas again, you get this stuff where Ichigo slashes through Grimjaw, and you're like, boom, that's it. The fight's over. No, the fight's not over. It and, still and, keeps. And going. they do a great uh, thing here where after Grimjaw gets slashed, they're like, we're gonna take a break, pause, <laughs> so we can learn about the history of this villain because maybe he's actually not that bad. And yeah, maybe he's cool. The, yeah. Uh, again, I'm comparing this to Dragon Ball Z more. Uh, not like if I'm reading a fancy book, I'm comparing it more to Lord of the Rings than I am comparing it to Game of Thrones. Like, um, that's a good point. Like, that's a good point. And uh, well, it's built. It's it's like the era after Dragon Ball, so it was improved on it. I think. I mean, yeah. yeah, but here comes even more more recent, right? My hero Dragon is yeah, very recent. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I really don't think it's fair to compare. Like, this it's is not. Still, it's is not, still it's not, like, like, it's still a good for a time. It's still, yeah. I still feel like, I, like, I feel like fights in Naruto had this, where it's like someone's out if they take a like a lethal hit. Whereas here, again, like Grimjaw just gets cut right down the middle, and he's still standing. Uh, in terms so. of fighting, maybe Naruto's better, but Naruto also had an episode of filler where Naruto pees on people. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. fuck Naruto. <laughs> hey, it's a right. low blow. I'm, I'm gonna defend not Naruto. It's not all that. Okay, I That's know, but like, like... but again, it's the thing I like about this is again, it's all building something while Naruto literally was like 
we gotta kill time for a hundred episodes. Like uh, that, uh, that's like being like Superman fights. Uh, yes, he fought Doomsday. That was pretty neat. But he also like in this Jimmy Olsen comic, he was really stupid. So it's, I know, he's but, done. But, but, but again, my my defense is that I, I like this more than a lot of even like Naruto because it's building towards the overall la- la- larger plot. You don't know what Naruto does. You didn't watch it or read it. So <laughs> I, I, I watched enough. I watched a chunk of it. But ne- uh, next year, guys, we'll go through all that. Right? I'll read it. I like Naruto. <laughs> Right. Anyway, so, so we go to the villain backstory as anime must do. Villains must be redeemable. <gasps> this is Grimjo's so, backstory. So wait, Ryan, you, you didn't like this because I feel like this is non-fighting kind of like no, character this, building. This I liked. It's just I just realized how not far into <laughs> how much we made. I, yeah, I'm not the same thing. I'm like, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go, yeah, let's blow. So so real quick, he we have some backstory about the 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 iron cars, the lowest level of them. They don't even have a mind. They're basically like hollows. That uh, I thought I did think this was really cool, and all the designs were really cool. Yeah. I was like into they, this chapter. They right. basically just eat other hollows of the same type of themselves, and they just basically become this pile of eating hollows that eat, eat each other, and they have no individuality. They're just Gillian, which are these like piles of millions of hollows yeah. eating each other. Hollow and, souls. Yeah. And eventually, uh, sometimes during the cab- uh, cannibalism... You said millions, but it says hundreds of thousands, <laughs> Phil. Get your lower. So eventually, right. sometimes they can uh, evolve by eating enough hollows. Like, they eat, each- they eat each other so much that one can, like, transcend. And those are called yeah. Ajucha, and this is where we get Grimjo come in. And he's, like, this panther Ajucha who comes in, and... Uh, and it mentions, too, like, when this happens, like, sometimes uh, unique abilities or egos undergo, like, a transcendence, so they appear, so suddenly you have a personality that's been formed out of all these, like, souls, this yeah. Yeah. collection And if you of souls. don't keep eating other hollows, you regenerate, you degenerate back, so you gain consciousness, but can go back to being, like, a pile of hive mind feelings. Yeah, and yeah. one of the things they also mentioned that in rare occurrences in Gillen... The upon transformation, the individuality that has not been completely lost surfaces. So, like one person, like one spirit, will like take over mm-hmm. and control the whole hive mind, and that's yeah. when they be. And then as that's they when they are upgraded to a jucha, which is like you're not human form yet. You're more like beast. This is the big like animal or yeah. big monster form. Yeah. Hollows. And if you go back to being a Gillian, you can never go back. So once you, if you yeah. lose your personality, you never go back to it. <laughs> oh, it's not explained. It's just like you can just never go back. Yeah. So you have. Well, to keep I think it makes sense because I I read it as the like if when you're one of the souls that gets eaten, sometimes you're not completely erased. So if you get erased there, you're you're gone. But this isn't about getting erased. This is just like if you don't eat a lot, you just transform back into a mindless thing. Oh, you're saying like why do you have to keep eating? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then so he runs into a bunch of other Ajuchas. They fight. Uh, they're like no, we're they're, not. They don't. He he eats. He like kills one of them, and then other ones show up, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna follow you because you seem really powerful, and yeah, we're you all shall gonna, become our king." Yeah, we're all gonna rise to the level of being like human form hollows. We're yeah. gonna be the Arankar. And so we take basically. a break from that, and we go back to the fight. They're fighting. And, your eyes. Yeah, they, they fight a whole bunch, and then basically what happens is Grimjaw's like, "Well, I don't got much time, so I'm gonna hit you with this be- very big ability that uses my like." claws and it's very it's tough to tell what's going on he's just shooting giant blades at him i think i guess i, th- I, th- I thought that was total i i, I thought yeah. a thousand blades again the actor's ability yeah. <laughs> death got and on then we go back then we go back to his past and, and this is this is where it's revealed like him with all the people that were following him all the other hollows they're like you know what we, we have a chance we, we haven't transformed in a long time, been eating a whole bunch of people. So how about you eat us and you move forward because you're basically our king. You're going to be the one to transcend. I love yeah, that. And we will we'll like... live on in your, like, hive mind. So, so this, is, this is fucking Highlander. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is also why Sly likes Grinch. Yeah. yeah. He says, you cowardly it. bastards. And so he eats them. And so we get this backstory of him where he's like, he had to fight basically to, to gain his like personality and individuality and keep, he had to eat his friends. Yeah, and he says, like, as he's fighting, he's like, he's yelling at Ichigo, he's like, you're finished, you'll lose to me! He says, they're all cowards, every damn one of them, as they become my flesh and blood, they will see beyond, I am the king! And then Ichigo cuts through Grimjow's attack, and then, uh, like, gives him a lethal blow, as he says, I will defeat Ukiora, and I'll defeat Aizen, and I'll save everyone, I can't be beaten by you, and boom, he cuts him down. Yeah. Yep. And then we got a shout out was... to Chad. He's like, I'll save. And Daryl cuts away. Like, like when, when Daryl cuts away, he cuts away immediately. Like Grinjog fucking gets his ass kicked, and it cuts to. His well, skin. it's because it keeps. He's not dead yet. He keeps <laughs> going on. For a I, 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 I figured that's why I pointed out. And, and then Grimjow gets killed by another one of the Espada, who has like this big <laughs> weapon, and he's like, Grimjow's weak. I'm gonna be king. There's like four kings that all in this. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's a Game of Thrones in fucking. <laughs> that's true. Because there's another guy that was actually the king of the halls, and then Aizen shows up and literally kills all of his guys, and it's like, you, you're literally, you're my bitch now. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so then we're skipping ahead now again to chapter... What chapter is this? 299. It doesn't matter. And this is, what's happened is, all of the Ichigo's friends, like the guy that killed uh, Grim Jiao shows up and he beats Ichigo's ass, because Ichigo can't fight another Espada after what had happened. So, but then in the middle of, it looks like everyone's about to lose, you know, Chad and the Quincy and Renji. Rukia beats her Espada, but then she, it looks like she's like dead or something. And then uh, the captains show up. Kenpachi shows up and deflects this guy's attack, and um, Byakuya shows up to protect Rukia, and then you get the crazy Nazi scientist, which if you listen to our uh, Patreon episode that we did this month, we I talk about him a little more. Oh, he's the guy with the mask? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, and he shows up, and you can see like in his dialogue where he's like... All he's in, he he fights a, basically like another scientist guy that uses like um, voodoo dolls and whatnot. And just real quick, his his way of beating this guy is the most like really r- cruel thing to do. He speeds up his reaction time so fast. The captain does to this Espada guy to where like he feels things like uh, you know a thousand times per second. So then he stabs him in the chest and it takes him a hundred years to die, but he feels it though for those 100 years because his reaction is so fast. Like wow. it takes like a second to do, but he's feeling a hundred years of, of dying. And that's that guy in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's, that's a cool idea. I always wondered that about speedsters in general. It's like, doesn't everything feel like you're doing it for years, but you know, it's one of those. Yep. Yeah. So then we get to this cool fight. Byakuya versus a guy with a tiny sword. Yeah, I forget what this guy's name is. It's it's an, another Espada guy. He's, he's, each each Espada is based after like some aspect of death or something. And he's like love of death or whatever. But he's, he's love guy. He's like, he's, is he black? He seems like he's yeah. dead. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and he is, is Rukia's dead on the ground somewhere. Or not yeah. dead, but like injured. And then it's yeah. Byakuya and this guy. And he's like, uh, he's like, uh, you can't save the down Shinigami. Uh, and Byakuya the whole time is just like, 
yeah, feudal. You think I can't do whatever I want? I'm very cool. Yeah. And so this... Uh, what, oh, this I love this, this panel. Byakuya's like, check this out. Like, what do you mean by feudal? And then he teleports behind him. And then the in the panel is that guy teleporting behind him, the love guy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is really funny. Like, he, it, it, there's two of him at the same yeah. time because he's so fast. Oh, this fucking fight. <laughs> and he's it, actually... It, 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 no, he's not very fast. He's actually cloning himself. Yeah. No, he's he's fast enough that it, oh yeah yeah. He says like oh like these are these are not just he says these are not no just he's images. not cloning himself. He's fast enough that it results in quasi clones. They're not like full clones. It's like images of him. But they, but, they, but he says like they're full like they, they can fully react and stuff. Don't doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, no. speedsters. So I just watched the Lego Flash movie. <laughs> oh my and god! The, they, the Reverse Flash in it does the same kind of thing where he's like, I can move so fast that I'm in five places at once. But that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't think because they do he's fight. doing five. It's like it's one thing. So the Flash would run back and forth, so it looks like the Flash and Barry Allen are in the room at the same time. That's mm-hmm. dumb, but that's more believable than being like in five different places, like doing different things at the same time. That's so dumb. And, but, but here's here's what here's because like he, <laughs> but Becky stabs one of the speed after images and it dies. Like he falls <laughs> yeah. back. And, yeah, yeah. He, he creates yeah. another person, and I and, and in terms of the snap, the power level we're at, like we're at legendary power level. Like I'm willing to buy that you can be so fast, you can create like another person. I'm like, yeah, like sure. Okay, it's just it's funny wrong. that he explicitly says I'm moving fast enough to create quasi clones. Yeah, what is quasi about it? If he could do his own thing and also it die, I don't matter. know if he does his own thing. I, mean, I, 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 I view it as like when you have like a legendary figure in mythology who can lift mountains. He's so strong he can lift mountains. Like being so fast, you can create an, uh, an after image that's so realistic. It seems like another person. I'm like, I'm willing to buy that. Like in terms I'm of sure. the, 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 like the power scale we're at, where you're blowing. Yeah, you can blow up. Yeah, blow, that's fair. Like that's you can fair. blow up a fucking city. So Byakugo cuts down one of them, and he's like, "Ha! Huh, I can actually make three of them." And Byakugo's like, "I figured as much." And they shoots a laser through them, and he's like, "Ha! Huh, I can actually make up to five of them." And he cuts Byakugo up, but then Byakugo's like, "Check this out." He disappears because he he learned a ninja trick from Cat Lady. And so he's like, check that out. You didn't even hit me. It's Utsusami, which is a ninja move in Final Fantasy XI. Yep. Just fun fact. Uh, yeah. And then this guy's like, uh, Byaku is like, the arrogant one is you, Espada. And then what happens is then the love guy's like, okay, I see. You're you're really strong. So I'm going to go into my resurrection. His, the Espada Bankai. He puts his sword into himself. And what does he turn into, Ryan? Oh, man. I don't even know how to describe it. A pumpkin this. with a hundred eyes? Yeah. So he's basically... he. I, at first, I thought he was wearing a big gown. But I think it's... So it's like a pumpkin that instead of the stem, he's sticking out. And every, like... <laughs> are those gourds what are those like every like section of the pumpkin has another face with one big eye on it and his body's covered in eyes and also he has a beard now so uh he had a little goatee now he has a full beard it's i think it's like black paint sort of like how grimjow got that around his eyes their makeup so this is what this is if i said one of my favorite fights in anime history um (laughs) so uh this is so weird but it's like so weird that it reminds me of like something like the writer who did those Junji Ito? Junji Ito. It's like it's almost like surreal, like like creepy kind of look to it. Like all his it eyes, is creepy. Like all his yeah. eyes on him, and it's also interesting just because design. He's he's a black character which you rarely see. Yeah, in a that's true. Like which, this. Again, again like, Kubo's Kubo's fairly good about introducing a lot of black characters. Like one of the strongest guys in the final arc is a black guy. Yes, and so like uh, I just kind of like. And you have Byakuwa, who was the, the pinnacle of power of the story we've, we've, we've fought so far. And you have this guy who's changed the entire time. He, like, twists his neck sideways before he does this. And he turns yeah. this weird eye monster. Yeah, it like, is. It is cool. Yeah, like, and when he, he, 
he pulled to start the fight he like just he has his hands in like praying position yeah. and he yeah. puts one of his hands out and there's an eye in his palm and Byakuya teleports away and he's like whoop trying to dodge it and he's like your intuition told you something there was going to be attack but there wasn't deplorable for something has already happened and then there's like a mark on uh Byakuya's uh, I just want to say he called uh he called him deplorable which yeah. I've learned is just as bad as any <laughs> other crime you could ever possibly how, how do so <laughs> obviously this guy is a, is the true villain. Well you see he's a bad guy and you see the true oh, bad guy is the one who calls you deplorable so yeah. right. he, he called the upstanding uh, man like Byakuya so and this is this is great I love this uh, this is so stupid like Oh my god yeah, you guys are is... going to like the final arc so much this is what it's going to turn into it, so he so Byakuya has a mark on his left leg, and mm-hmm. it's like some like flower-looking thing. And he's like, hey, guess what? Everything in this world has a sovereignty to it. And the same way underlings are controlled by their leaders, citizens controlled by their kings, clouds are controlled by the wind, uh, moonlight is controlled by the sun. The ability of my power is to steal the sovereignty of whatever it sees. And it's the power of love. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so this, is why, this is why I like this fight, because at this point, it's like two mythic entities fighting each other. And this... And, now, he, he, and this is, what, this is why I love comics in general. I, I don't think Shonen taps into this enough. I love seeing two completely different power sets fight against each other. I hate anime where it's just, I'm really two strong. Guys. Yeah, I'm really, really strong, really fast, and they just clash each other over, over and over. I love that this guy's power is I can possess a part of your body now. Yeah. yeah. So, and, so and now, but now it's like, how, how will this traditionally anime hero, Byakuya, counter this? There's a lot of fights that in Bleach that this is why I was like, I wanted to talk about this series is because it has a lot of interesting powers where you're like, oh, this is cool. Like, whatever this guy look at, looks at, he controls. So he's like, check this out. He waves his hand. He's like, come forward to me, left leg. And Byakuya moves his leg because he has no sovereignty over and it wait, anymore. This is so great because he, he his left leg drags forward. Byakuya looks down at it like very coldly. And yeah. he's, the guy's going on. He's like, resistance is meaningless. You can't control it. And he interrupts him. And Byakuya cuts his left leg's tendons off so he can't move. So, okay. I just want to say really quick. I think that this power is really cool. I think the execution is really cool. The only thing that took me out of it is this whole explanation about sovereignty and everything felt like too clever by half. Like, I feel like the, if he just said like anything I look at, I can control, I would have bought it more than this like really dramatic speech. It's a very Japanese thing, I think. I I disagree. Mm. And this plays into that what, what, Daryl said he's an aspect of death representing uh, love. I think I think when you get into like this weird uh, abstract concept, I think that's fair. I think that's really cool. And oh God, Slice Sly should read more of this. This is stupid. There's one guy in particular I think you like who's the aspect of aging. So I would fucking love this. I, I'm, I'm loving the shots. I said it's one of my favorite fucking fights. I've this ever was ever. a. I did really like this fight. So yes. he he's like, uh, all right. So that's a good idea. Uh, he says a prompt decision with immediate effect. Laudable. Well then, how about this one? And we show some emphasize. Sorry, we show some emphasize. This whole time, and there's no reason I like this fight. This whole time, Byaku's like, "You're nothing to me." I'll, I'm like, "This fight's already over." I'm just like figuring yeah. out how to beat you. And the guy's like, "You fucking arrogant prick!" I'm much above you. Like the whole time, yeah. they're like, "I'm way above you. I'm way above you." And you don't know the whole time who is above <laughs> who is who. above who. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, the assistant captain for Byakuya shows up. He's like, "Hey, I'm here." Oh, it's not his assistant captain. It's the healing captain's assistant uh, captain. It's, it's that cowardly guy who I could confuse for Ruka before. Oh my god, you remembered! I was afraid you wouldn't. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I remember everyone now. Like I, I don't. I was like, confused because I didn't know who the characters are. But if I introduce to them, I will remember them. Darren. I'm That's so surprised. This is the last important thing he does in the entire series. <laughs> I don't think he's in the final arc. <laughs> so this guy, the love guy, looks at his like hand, and Bianca has to cut the, the, his his wrist basically. And then so this is his left side. So he still has his right his right arm and right leg. Yeah. 
And then he's like, uh, you discarded your left hand, left leg. It's pretty, uh, you know, you cut it away. You see anything that's not possessed by you is an enemy. And that's, you know, I I can understand that. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. I'm so much above you, like I said. Uh, and how about this? And he controls Rukia's head, which makes him control the whole body. Yep. And then he cuts down that assistant captain that was just, he's just here to be comedic relief. And then as Byakuya goes to stop her, she puts her sword to her neck. It's, she's going to kill herself. I have a question about this. What? So he can take away someone's sovereignty, right? Yeah. So like if someone is controlling something, he can take it away. But th- their head is them. Nothing's controlling the head. It is where the control comes from. Yeah. I don't understand how. I, I, assume, I, assume that, I assume it was controlling like her body. Yeah, like, she's just. A, she, she, oh, that, so like if the, she wasn't the head unconscious, controls the body. If your sovereignty of that, it's just like okay. if you take over a nation, you own the, like the, the people that are all under it. Okay, no, that that makes more sense. Yep. So it's like he's not really controlling her whole person. He's controlling yeah. everything. The brain controls. Yes. So like yeah. the brain, she would still be able if she wasn't unconscious. She would still have her own and thoughts that, that's, and stuff. Yeah. And that's the cool, creepy okay, thing. That makes sense. And, and that's the creepy thing about this fight because this guy's slowly possessing, possessing his whole entire body, and he's slowly doing the Byakuya. And I'm like wondering, like, is he gonna completely take over Byakuya? But yeah. this fight and the hostage and, situation is pretty interesting too because like she will kill herself. Like, what do you do about yeah, that? Yeah, he has control. Yeah. But but if you remember, the Soul Reapers all have those like uh, Kidos and Bakudos. Magic and, spells, like, so he just uh, points his finger at her and it's like, boom, now she can't he, move. He, he basically puts her in like a paralysis prison of light and he's like, hey, guess what? You're trash? Control? I don't give a shit about any of this. And he summons... <laughs> he summons Ball his... guy, baby! He summons yeah, he's... all his, his thousand blade abilities and he's like, try controlling a... Senbon Zaku. You can try yeah. controlling a thousand blades with your 50 eyes, you motherfucker. And, goes, yeah. and then he says, Bankai, and kills the guy. That's that's why this fight's so fucking cool because it's, like, it's like a puzzle where Byakuya slowly figure out how to f- defeat him and then it makes sense. Like, he makes a thousand blades, like, control these motherfucker and kills him. It is great. The only thing I I agree in theory, but the only thing that held me back from it is it's like he spends all this time trying to figure it out, and he's like, "Oh, I've figured it out. I've cracked the puzzle. It's the thing that I'm." No, I don't think he was ever trying to. He always said, "You've lost already." I'm. Yeah, yeah. I I just say the we as a reader. Why? Why not just do that then? I I think, but it's it's for us the reader. It's for we the reader to slowly figure out how to do it. It is to be like uh, I'm just drawing this out for fight for cool. It's like Sai said, you don't use your special cooldown. Yeah. Senbon Zakura, Even though this guy can look at anything and control it, which is and this is the first, this is the first time I've ever the, like the strongest Espada power. He's like number seven or eight. I'm like, there's no one. Number it's one, his, it's because there's there's gaps in it, obviously. But you can look at stuff and then control it. Do you know what number one's power is? He has a gun. <laughs> gun <laughs> shoots. Who needs who needs courage when you have a gun? Yeah, so, exactly. Wait, gun. I, also, I want to say the art here is great. As the the swords uh, fill the air, you just see yeah. the the Espada guy looking into this vortex of swords, and Yubiaki says, "Which of my blades that cover the heavens do you intend on controlling?" And you see sweat <laughs> pouring down this guy's face, and he's like, I, "I'm I'm gonna kill you." I just want I, I just want to say real quick. Uh, Daryl said the first part of this. Oh, when ba- ba- Bankai comes out, I'm always so excited for it because you want to see what the form is. This is the first time I've ever been like, yeah, fucking Bankai, because <laughs> whenever Bankai... Yeah, now you be- understand, please, where you see someone, they're like, Bankai, and you're like, yes, it's about to get real. But usually, usually that's why I don't like it, because like, it's, 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 it's going to drag on much longer, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, fuck, please fucking end. I-, I love it as a finisher, where 
I do this now, Bankai, you're dead. I think oh, you, you are already dead. Finisher, right. I'm not a huge fan of I'm going Super Saiyan. I'm a huge fan of you already dead. I'm, I'm okay. I love you already yeah. dead. That's my favorite thing so, in the whole fucking I, I'm sorry, I should have included one more chapter because this guy's not dead yet, but he does a thing where basically he's yelling at Byakuya as he's like bleeding to death and stuff. And Byakuya <laughs> does like what was it? I think he ends up killing him where he's like, I, I'm not killing you because you're a hollow. I'm killing you because you raised your sword against my pride. Wow. And then he kills him. <laughs> Byakuya is cool. Back in my favorite <laughs> character now. Uh, for <laughs> uh, all right. And so we're almost done for this episode. We're going to get to like a plot thing. Uh, the rest of the captains beat their their dudes. Kenpachi has a really stupidly long, boring fight where he's just, like, slamming swords against this one guy. And then I included this where you get, like, a character poll where it rates, like, the people. And uh, number six is Momo, <laughs> most popular character in the How did Momo survive? It doesn't, it doesn't explain. It's like, it's sort of like how you have healers there. They're just like, I just heal Momo. And you're like, okay. okay. <laughs> After <laughs> Eisen right. had killed her last time. Um, number five is the Quincy. Four is Grimjow. Three is Ichigo. Two is Rukia. Number one, little boy captain. <laughs> Which is okay. So we cut ahead and this is when Eisen's like done just letting his Espada lose to all these people. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go to Karakura town. And I'm going to decimate it, I'm going to blow it up, and I'm going to get the royal key. So he Why let... did he wait so long? See, this is, again, this is where this is so dumb, because he is so strong, but it's like, it's, it has to go according to K- Kikaku. Like well, Daryl sums it up in the direction. He said, like, he got, got bored. He's, like, waiting for everyone else to do his shit. And he's like, I'm bored, I, let's, let's do it now. I, I think it's because he wanted to see if the, his his uh, Espada could beat Ichigo and their friends, I guess. But basically, he needed all the captains to come here because he he reveals to them his master plan where he's like, I wanted to split the Soul Society captains in half. That's why we have, like, Kenpachi's here and Byakuya's here and the Nazi captains here or the Nazi doctor captains here. And he's like, I need you guys to be here and Ichigo. And I, now I'm going to cut off your exit so you can't get out of Hueco Mundo. Okay, so and now I'm going to teleport into Karakura Town and just kill everyone. And it's going to be like... Because already one cap, two captains defected or three captains defected. Yeah, because so like, if you remember, he has Gein and he has the blind captain with him. Right. So they they have a lot of now. It's like only a few captains left in the mortal world. Defended. But 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 here's a fucking twist. Yeah. It's it's not Kirakira Town. They made Wait. a. Pro- <laughs> they made a. Pro- <laughs> go ahead. Go, go, oh ahead, go, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. They made a perfect replica of Kirakira Town and teleported Kirakira Town somewhere else. It's fucking blazing saddles, guys. <laughs> And it's, it's such a long exposition, which is, again, like, I was thinking of just summarizing it being like, they just made a fake version of the town and teleported the town into Soul Society for, you know, a couple hours. No, I'm, I'm glad you left the exposition in because it's so fucking stupid. And, and then, and so then when, when fucking Aizen shows up, he's like, I, I knew this was a fake character. Yeah, he's like, oh, all according to Kakaku. But anyway, he, he goes there, he teleports over there, but the captains are waiting in fake Karakura town for him. And... Uh, Kenpachi explains to Ichigo, he's like, they did this so that all the remaining captains of the Gotei Gote 13 can, and I quote, go balls out in Karakura Town without incident. <laughs> and so, as I said, this is like taking candy from a baby and it says in the, to be continued, candy from a baby, my ass, the big boys are finally going to throw down. <laughs> yeah. So now, and then Aizen teleports all of his captains there, where he's like, you know, I was expecting this. Here's all my, the Espada, the top three Espada can now fight you. And Ukiora, sad goth boy, who's been just hanging out, he's going to look over Orihime. 
and protect her. Even though he said, like, or he made pointless to me, like, she was purposely a diversion because I knew you guys would think she's useful because she can reject things, but I didn't even care about her. So now we have this setup. So in Karakura Town, we have all the captains and the Espada fighting each other and all their lieutenants and stuff. And now Ichigo has to go rescue Orihime. This could be so cool if it wasn't so long i feel like this is i got so pumped for this except for the thought of either watching it or reading it would be like the rest of my life doing it, it is. where i'm like it this it, it's such a cool idea to have these like you've built up these big groups of people who are really strong and now having like a big showdown but the yeah. fact that like it would take five years to read i'm like that it sucks does. that sucks <laughs> it's so painful <laughs> that's why i'm, I'm torn because we did i have this piece i read a lot of comics because a lot of comics for trades they cut away from a story arc and they sum it up. And I'm like, that sounds so cool. I wish I read, 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 read that. But it's like so time consuming to read all those fucking issues. Yeah. But like, uh, I would love to read like a Dragon Ball Kai version of this where you just edit down to like... Yeah, a, I mean, a, you're a, reading a man, it right now. Uh, that is what we're doing. I've been thinking about this this whole time where I'm like, this is pretty good. Like, even the parts I don't like, like I said, I still think it's like pretty good. Yeah. But it's because you've made Bleach Kai. Yeah, yeah you made yeah. Bleach Kai. <laughs> And I, I included the Byakuya fight. That, again, that's not, like, plot necessary. But I wanted to show you because I did think that was a really cool ability that guy had. It, and that was the most interesting captain fight that was, like, comprehensible. The Nazi well, uh, doctor fight is, like, also kind of interesting. But the Byakuya one is, like, what, two, three chapters? So it's very yep. digestible. And that was my litmus where I was like, if you don't like this, you're going to hate Bleach forever for now. But since you guys like it, I'm like, well, joke's on me. I'm Boogaloo the Fool. <laughs> we got you, Daryl. I'll, I'll stand by you as your assistant captain who thinks this is dumb. <laughs> You're my assistant captain. <laughs> this is the ultimate of, of Mongo, where the more overtop it gets, the more me and Phil are like, this is awesome. Yeah. Well, oh, then, man, this final arc is going to be wild. I will say, I don't think this was better than the other two arcs. I just, I can still enjoy it for mm. something else, like for a children. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We'll, we'll save we'll save our thoughts for yeah. when we finish it, so we can talk about where yeah. it may have gone wrong. Because we yeah. still have the Eisen fight to get to. Okay. Oh, Jesus. So, Ryan. so, so we're taking a break yeah. now, and we'll see everyone back next week. We should cover. We're taking a break for like a weekly podcast release. We're fucking reading all this at once. Oh yeah, we're about to record. <laughs> I know. I just say to the audience, like, this is taking forever to fucking record. <laughs> Uh, okay jeez <laughs> make sure to thank so, ryan yeah wait why me you're the one not, who you, not you the patreon oh you're right <laughs> it's okay i i mean you can thank me if you want but i uh, would so it's a new month so we have a new patreon episode daryl already mentioned it about the we talk about this nazi doctor captain guy and also like what it means to be a sympathetic villain and is that good and like some of like the politics behind that and like we haven't had like a discussion episode in a long time and i definitely recommend that that's at the five dollar a month level just go to flying machine dot nope oh actually flying machine dot network slash support or uh patreon.com slash flying machine and we have a new patreon backer and he's not that new because i keep forgetting even though we talk in the Discord every day. And have so the thank same you. name. <laughs> yes, and he has the same name, so I'm always like, it's me. I, I made this happen. <laughs> so thank you very much, Ryan Pigeon, for backing us. And we hope that you've enjoyed this this Bleach adventure so far. <laughs> but uh, I also want to mention a couple, uh, a specific plug that is a very good, fun announcement for me. I've mentioned the music column and audio versions that I have on the Patreon at the $1 level. But as of yesterday, I do also have a public version of the show that has a six-month delay. So, well, there's only one episode out now. It came out yesterday on the 5th. 
And everything will be also on FranzRadio.com, just like this website. I mean, just like the show is on that website. But I released the May episode on the Cranberries in the end, and it's all about death and, you know, how to... Unlike Bleach, how to actually make, when you feel like you're going to die, how to make good use of your time instead of just powering through. <laughs> just make go forever and never die, never kill anyone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that, it's called 33 and a third under 45. It's an iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all those places. Just search that. And yeah, you can listen to that first episode. And if you like it, there's like 20 more of them on the Patreon or wait another month and you'll get what I wrote in June. So yeah, that's fun. Okay, so thank you for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been mentally reduced to a child, even though I'm really a super hot lady. I've been releasing my hollow form and scaring all my friends. <laughs> I've been the aspect of death that's also love. And I've been these guys' Nakama. Aren't we Nakama? <laughs> <laughs> Stay in continuity. I give you the incredible flying machine! <laughs>